Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us. This is our Thanksgiving show because we're not going to do a show next week since we'll all be celebrating Thanksgiving here in the U.S. anyways. And those of you that are abroad, happy Thanksgiving to you, even if you're not in America. So uh, we've got several callers with us tonight. I'm so delighted that they're with us. And uh, just a quickie, the reason I do this show is to provide information insight and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. So we have several callers that are, have already um, joined us, and then I've got a bunch of questions that have been submitted online. Then I'll get to a couple of those, hopefully, throughout the show. So let's go ahead and get going with the callers. I believe our first caller is Angie. Hi, Angie. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Cooperstown in upstate New York. Terrific. Well, I bet it's gorgeous up there. Are all the leaves all changed now? Are they off the trees? They are off, but it's been unseasonably warm, so I won't complain. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It, we're, our leaves down here are just starting to turn like in the past couple days. Oh, wow. And, yeah, we're in a drought, so... People were saying, we're not going to get any color, but boy, it's just starting to pop out all over. Yeah, well, thanks so much for calling in this evening. How may I help you? What's going on? Um, Okay, so I kind of touched base with you, but my father found out back in September that he had um, some issues with his heart, and he ended up having a surgery. And just within the last week, he kind of feels like he's back to where he was. He doesn't feel like he's doing very well. Um, the concerning thing to me is, you know, he's having a hard time breathing. And he's told me, you know, a couple of days ago that he's had dreams a few days in a row where he feels like he's, you know, in a tunnel of light and basically like he's dying and he can't breathe. And then he wakes up okay. and he's struggling to breathe. So, okay. Okay. All right. Angie, what's your dad's name again? Roger. Roger. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then I'm going to connect from you to your dad. And I know you know how this works because everybody, Angie and I, have worked together um, on a one-on-one consult before. And you've called into the show before, too, haven't you? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. But how this works for our first-time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. Spirit vibrates faster than we do when we're in a human body because the body has mass. And then I close my eyes, and it's like I have a big screen TV in my head. And I can see broken bones, torn ligaments, spiral infections, bacterial infections, whatever, 
almost as if I'm looking at an x-ray or an MRI or a CT scan. I also can talk with deceased loved ones. I can talk to people who are alive. It's very similar to the telepathic communication that you may have heard about with the Aborigines down in Australia. They've, they've been telepathically communicating for millennia across thousands of miles. It's not just in sci-fi movies. It really works. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see a laser beam go from my sternum here in Birmingham, and it's going to travel northeast and hook into Angie in New York. So Angie, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here it goes. By the way, as this laser beam's finding her, it's already got you, by the way. Um, Everybody, I turn this on and off at will. I don't go around scanning everybody because, number one, it's unethical, in my opinion. Number two, it's none of my darn business. And number three, I don't really want to know. Can you imagine if I was in a crowd of people and my radar was on and I was getting all this information on hundreds of people? That would be frightening. (laughs) So, okay, Angie, I got you. Um, Let me go to your dad. Okay, yeah, your dad is, he is dying at the moment. Um, as you know, Angie, I only report what I get. I don't edit mm-hmm. anything. And um, so he is now in phase 7 of 12. And if you go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com, you'll see, and click on the 12 phases of transition, you, you will see um, graphics of what this looks like. But let me give you a, a quick synopsis of what I'm seeing. In phase seven, what happens is that when somebody's dying, their spirit exits the body through the top of the head, and it looks like a bubble that you'd see in a cartoon caption, and that would be where the words would be in a cartoon, Angie. Mm-hmm. And he, his spirit is out of his body. He has angels, his deceased parents. Are his parents both deceased? Yes. Okay. They're at his feet. He has a bunch of guardian guardian angels that go out from his parents and they form a horseshoe around him. And these are huge angels. And he's got lots and lots of family and friends and lots of spirits of, of pets that he's had throughout his life that are with him. So there's three questions I always ask everybody when I see that they're dying. Number one is, are you ready to go? So Roger, are you ready to go? He's telling me no. Roger, are you in pain? Yes. He's telling me he's in pain. Does that make sense, Angie, that he'd be in pain? Oh, yeah. He's been a farmer for 50-plus years, so he definitely has a plethora of stuff going on. Okay. And then when I ask, what do you need? My family around me and chocolate. Chocolate, Angie? Does a guy like chocolate? (laughs) Um, yes, he loves whoppers. <laughs> there you go. He's wanting some chocolate. Give the man what he wants to eat. You know, really, at this stage of the game, it doesn't matter. I'm unable to scan him medically when his spirit's out of his body. Mm-hmm. Um, it, not just him, everybody. Because it's almost like the energy source isn't in the body, so I can't plug in and get you a medical diagnosis of what's going on. The other thing is these 12 phases can take days, weeks, months. So just because he's in that phase right now doesn't mean he's not going to be around here. 
you know, in, the, in another day or two. But he is, when he says he feels like he's in the tunnel of light, that's when the spirit starts to exit the body and then attaches to the top of the head like the bubble in the cartoon caption I was describing. And when you go to my website, you'll see these phases and it'll make more sense for you, to you. But that's what happens is as the spirit exits the body and goes out through the top of the head, that's what they're seeing the light at the tunnel. The tunnel is the body as the spirit's exiting and it goes out to the top. He also, the other thing that I want you to know is he has two big guardian angels on either side of his spirit bubble on top of his head. And pretty soon their wings will start to move in a very slow um, movement. Similar, it looks to me similarly to when a giant owl is flying and their wings start to move. So that's going to start to happen pretty soon. And then that's going to open a vortex above his head, which will help him evacuate from his body. And he will be escorted to heaven by angels. So the comforting thing I hope you take away from this is he's surrounded by his loved ones already. He's surrounded by angels. He wants you guys around him. He's not ready to go. So make this Thanksgiving, you know, just get everybody in, you know, be grateful, make it joyous for him. And for God's sakes, get the man some chocolate. (laughs) Okay. Can I ask you, I have one more question. Sure. Yeah, sure. Um, He had said there was one other time he kind of had a close call and he felt, you know, that he was um, on the other side, so to speak. And, you know, he was basically told that he wasn't it wasn't time for him to come yet because he had to raise grandbabies. He had grandbabies to raise yet. And that was before I had had children. Right. And I know that you've said in the past that you could see the baby spirit um, with the mother and I feel right. like I have, I feel like I do have one more child. Um, just a feeling that I have that I'm not done yet. Is that something that you can see with me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Let me see. Yes, you do. You have a baby spirit above your right shoulder and everybody, baby spirits attached to the mother's energy field long before they're ever conceived. We choose our parents. We choose where we're born. We choose when we're born because it gives us the trajectory of what our lives are going to be. And then we have free will along the way so we can make decisions. So it looks like the orb that you would see in a photograph looks like reminds me of the the ball of light that Glenda the Good Witch rides into Munchkin Land on, you know, in the Wizard of Oz. She she's got this orb. So um, yes, I do think if you decide that you want to have another one, there is a baby's spirit that's already attached to your body. The other thing, back to your dad for a minute, is just because he's in this phase, this phase seven, which is halfway through, more than halfway through. He may be around for a while. He may decide he doesn't want to go. It's all our own decision when we go. Mm-hmm. So he definitely just because sure. he's there right now, Angie, doesn't mean he's going to go. Most people, when I see at this phase, you know, I see them eventually go on, usually um, can, like I said, it can be short, it can be long, but um, it it doesn't mean that it's absolute. Nothing is absolute. 
Okay, but that's where he is right now at this moment in time. And you can email me um, mm-hmm. going forward, and I can, you know, I can shoot you a a response. It takes me a minute, just a couple seconds to check in on him. Thank so you let so me know much. how I can help you as you guys go through this. And Thank even so if much. he gets to the point where he can't communicate, I can communicate with him psychically and get information for you and the family. So I'm here for you. Let me know how I can help. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Go get that man some chocolate. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Julie. I love that. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. I think we have Miss Allie with us. Allie, are you with us? I am. Hi. Hi. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Columbus. Uh, and for those of you that have heard the past couple of podcasts, Allie's been with us and she just lost her daddy about a month ago. So I bet that was kind of hard for you to listen to, huh? Yeah. Yes. Actually, we were talking before you signed in and she told me that her dad was sick. And I told her, though, that, you know, you're the person who can help yeah. us get through this. So, yeah, definitely- you know, what's interesting too. my family has been my brothers and my brother-in-law and I have been emailing back and forth all day because my sister Joan died six years ago today and mm-hmm. um, and she had a brain aneurysm. It was very sudden and very unexpected. And we buried her on her 50th birthday. So mm-hmm. she would have been 56 today. So, um, oh you know, sweet memories and, yeah. and we all. We all go on and and uh, sweet memories of yeah. her today. So the Definitely. emails have been going back and forth. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a question for me? I do. Um, see, my dad's 61st birthday is tomorrow. But um, uh-huh. so we've obviously been feeling a little bit, you know, our hearts have been a little bit heavier. But sure. um, I actually am not going to talk to him because I've been talking to him forever, <laughs> the whole month. So I actually had um, a question about, I wanted to know who my daughter's spirit guides were and angels so that um, when we do want to talk to her pop pop, who is my dad, um, maybe we can talk to them to help. Yeah. 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 Tell Um, everybody about what your daughter's been going through and her name and how old she is. Yes. um, My daughter's name is Lucille and she's four and a half and um, she and my dad were best friends. Um, she's, we, luckily we only lived eight minutes from each other. So <laughs> my dad wasn't working. So he'd be like, can she spend the night tonight and I'll take her to school. Um, and I was like, sure. So, I mean, they literally were together like at least three times a week. She would probably spend the night there. Um, he would take her to and from school. And actually we just opened up a book tonight and there were some pictures in there from her school that we were just looking at. Um, so that, you know, but they obviously were very close. So she's having just a little bit of a difficult time with this, um, which is making it a little bit more difficult for all of us, I think, to kind of accept it. And there are books out there for children that help explain. And I think I may have mentioned to you that Maria, I believe Maria Shriver wrote wrote one. Did you check that out? Um, I, I haven't checked it out of the library yet, but, um, my mom did say, she's like, yeah, she does have that. So we're actually going to okay. go. Yeah. Weekend. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So check that out because I I do remember either reading it or seeing something about it or whatever. And she's such a terrific author. Yeah. I would recommend that. But so you want me to find out who Lucy's spirit guides are and um, who her guardian angel is? Yes. Okay. And you're looking for names so yes. that you can. Okay. All right. Let's do the angel first. So I'm connecting to you. Laser beams going up. Straight from Sweet Home, Alabama, here in Birmingham, going to Columbus. Okay, got you. All right. And now um, I got Lucy. Okay, got her. All right. Her guardian angel's name is Stephanie. Stephanie. And the thing about angels' names is, again, I just report what I get. Stephanie may be an English... Americanized version of some language that we don't know <laughs> can right. be some ancient dialect can be some language that we don't know anything about. But mm-hmm. what I'm getting is as far as Lucy's concerned, her guardian angel's name is Stephanie. Okay. Okay. And, um, spirit guides. Let's see. She's got somebody named Donald who looks like Captain Kangaroo. Now, I'm dating myself. Do you know who Captain Kangaroo is? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, look him up online. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch him with my brothers and my sister growing up. And Mr. Green Jeans and the Moose yeah. and all that. It's kind of a predecessor to um, Sesame Street and... Yeah. I don't even think Mr. Rogers was on yet when Captain Kangaroo okay. was on. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of looks like Captain Kangaroo. You know, it would be interesting to see what that guy's real name is. Google yeah. it. The guy okay. who played Captain Kangaroo it would be hilarious. I think it was Bob something, but it would be interesting if it was Donald. But he kind of uh-huh. looks like a Captain Kangaroo character. And okay. um, so that would be somebody who would be with her because she's a little girl. She's, mm-hmm. she's a small child. So yeah. that's the only one that I'm seeing at the moment. She okay. she doesn't have a whole lot in her life right now that she needs to be advised on yet. Okay, that's great. I didn't know. I just didn't know if it might yeah. be one of her grandparents. Get, She's had a, a lot of loss in her little life already. No. So um, that's why I just wasn't sure. Um, yeah, with she had um, her uncle pass away eight months ago, right before my dad did, and she was really really close to him too. So I'm like, oh, she's only four and a half, and she's already yeah. Go get a book for her. Talk to her about her angel. Teach her how to talk to her granddad. Her pop, she calls her pop pop. Is that what she said? Yeah, pop pop. Mm-hmm. Pop pop. And and how you do that, Allie, is you teach her to ask a question to pop up in her head silently, mm-hmm. and it's the first thing that pops into pop pop. Excuse the pun. It's the first <laughs> thing that comes into her head. Okay. As fast as she can snap her fingers. Can she snap her fingers yet? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, as fast as she can clap. Give her that because right. that's easy. Okay. As fast as she can clap, it's whatever comes into her mind, right. and that's going to be his answer. And know okay. that he's around her all the time, and he watches over her, and he loves her, and he's there hanging out with her guardian angel, Stephanie. All right. I would um, think the spirit thing would be a little advanced for her. Yes, yes. No, I agree. Um, but I think the question. guardian angel thing, absolutely. Um, my dad left a email for Lucy. Um, actually, he started it because he didn't think he was going to be around 
to see her graduate. So he started this email and I cannot get into it and it keeps, so I don't know if there's a certain way I need, keep saying the password's wrong, but the password's not wrong. So I don't know. <laughs> I need to get to into his email. email. Yes, because, or how to go about it or what the password is, because he said the password to it was pop pop 1955, but that's not working. And he need to get into it because he wrote her this really sweet letter, I guess. He was up all night writing this thing to her and I can't get into it to see it. And does your mom have any access to it? So I have all the, my dad gave me the information in the ICU like two days before he died. Okay. That's not working. He's, so telling me to talk to, he's telling me to tell you to talk to your mom about it. Oh ask yeah, I have been. Okay, I have been. My mom told me to ask you, so I didn't know, <laughs> but I'm well, going to figure it out. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me say, see, he's saying, he's saying reboot your computer. And okay. then try it again. Okay. You know, when in doubt, that. reboot is my husband's okay. philosophy. Okay. <laughs> Thank so you. Try that and see if that works. If it doesn't work, email me and let's, we'll, we'll have yeah, another we'll conversation with Okay. You. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for calling in, Allie. Of Hope course. you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Thank I know you. it's going to be bittersweet for you this year, yeah. but um, I hope that you guys are all together and just remember that he's with you. You just can't see him. Yeah. He's there. He's in non-physical form and he's, he's there with you and um, go get your mom some yellow roses. Everybody, her dad, every, yellow time roses. Talk, every time we talk to her dad, her dad's like, go get yellow roses for her, your mom. So, so funny. I know. It is funny. Yeah. So Will do. thanks for coming in. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. All right. We're going to not do the show next week, obviously, because it's Thanksgiving, um, which is November 24th. But I'm going to record a show before then so it can go up on the network. And I'm just going to do it with people who've sent in questions. So send in your questions to AskJulieRyan.com, and I'm going to have a whole show of just answering questions that have been submitted online because I'm very backed up on those. And um, and I'm going to need a bunch of them to fill up an hour. <laughs> so send in your questions. And we will, um, and I'll and I'll get them read. I'm probably going to tape the show. I don't know, maybe Monday or so, but it'll be ready to go up next week. Okay, let's go back to. I believe we have Chrissy next. Hi, Chrissy, are you with us? Yeah. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Where are you calling uh, from? Um, Michigan, Gladwin, Michigan. Okay, terrific. How's everything in Michigan? It's good. It's nice. It's warm today. <laughs> Terrific. Yeah. Well, you know, the Buckeyes in Michigan are going to be playing here pretty soon. <laughs> I hear and, that. Yeah. In another week. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be, I'll be yelling O-H-I-O. <laughs> I went to the, I'm a graduate of the Ohio State University. Actually, the funny thing is I'll be at the Alabama game on that day, so I'll only get to see the first half of the Ohio State-Michigan game, but... Um, Anyways, yeah. so, well, tell me, how may I help you this evening? Got a question um, for me? I do. Well, I talked to you a few weeks ago about um, moving to Boston with my son. He had That's a job right. out there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember so, that. Yeah. I'm kinda What's going on? Call an update about that. Well, he um, 
so he accepted that position. He quit his job here. Uh, and we went to get, I, I ended up giving notice for my job. Um, but wow. I was going to go down like after Christmas and it was a sure thing. And the day he was supposed to go was Monday. He, we missed the first flight that he was supposed to be on. Um, which was very unfortunate. And he had been kind of having doubts the over the weekend. He's only 19 and he's never been away from home. So I think he was, you know, trying to come up with stuff, even though he did want to do it. But then all of a sudden he just had, you know, the fears and everything. So he, um, we ended up missing the first flight and then we went down to catch another flight and he ended up not, I mean, I've really never seen him. He kind of had a mini breakdown and decided he wasn't going to do it. So he, yeah, he ended up turning them down. Um, The next day, he (laughs) realized that he made a huge mistake, but it was too late. Okay. He he called and said, you know, and he he had emailed and called them and everything and, you know, said he just couldn't commit. So he didn't want to go without being able to commit and all that stuff. Um, So it wasn't a terrible thing, you know, I mean, I don't think they thought it was terrible or anything, but still the next day, uh, he emailed the guy, the hiring manager, and he said he had already notified HR. So it was passed up already. His position was passed up. So he, um, he's not going, I guess. And, and I guess, um, so, so what I'm wondering is, uh, (laughs) I mean, he's, He's actually in pretty good spirits. I mean, he's, he completely regrets it. He knows he, you know, he knows it was the fear keeping him back, and he is mad at himself and everything else. Um, and then and then I gave my notice at my job. And, right. Um, I'm still, though, I don't know why I would, I'm still thinking I'm going to quit my job because I was so miserable anyway, and I still kind of want to sell my house and move. I don't know exactly where, but I'm just kind of wondering if that's the right thing to still do or if I said, I don't know. Can you get your job back, do you think? Well, they already started interviewing other people for it, so I don't, I haven't tried yet. I really haven't said anything. I was kind of waiting to hear what, um, you know, once he had had, he had realized that he made a mistake if they were going to still, if they were going to let him, you know, find another position. And I still kind of wonder if, if that's completely out of the question. I know he passed up that. I don't know if they would be willing to do something else for him if he did. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's ask some questions and you and I can do it at the same time. You know how this okay. goes. You yeah. ask is it in my best interest to finish the sentence and then the first thing that comes into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers? Or if you're four, like Lucy, as fast as you can clap. Okay. <laughs> after, I, after I told Ellie, I said, how, how can Lucy's never fingers yet? You know, it's so cute. Little kids learn how to snap their fingers. Uh, that uh-huh. is so, it's so cute when you see them doing that. So let's, let's do this. Again, spirits are really literal. Christy. Mm-hmm. So we want to dial down these questions as much as we can <clears throat> to get answers for you. So 
let's ask questions. I'm going to get an answer. You're going to get an answer, and then we'll compare notes. Okay? So it's going to be kind of like rapid recall, first thing that comes into your head. So is it in Chrissy's best interest to move to Boston? What do you get? No. I get a yes. Oh. And when you were telling me all this, I was thinking, well, maybe this is just the catalyst to get you up there for whatever reason. Again, the reason why I like to ask the question this way, Chrissy, is because our human minds are so, we're so limited in our perspective. We don't know what all is out there. This may be something that gets you to Boston and who knows how that's going to unfold in great ways for you. Right? So I'm getting a yes. All right. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to... What do you want to say next? Is it in Chrissy's best interest to move to Boston my, alone? Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> move to Boston alone. What do you get? Yes. I got a, I got a no. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not good at this. <laughs> well, it's all right. You're just practicing. Okay. Uh-huh. So tell me your son's name again. Ethan. Ethan, that's right. Is it in Chrissy's best interest to move to Boston and have Ethan accompany her. What do you get? Yes. I got a yes, too. Oh, good. Okay. So you come up with some questions. I guess I'm trying to figure out a way to ask if he's still going to somehow end up working for the company. It was GM that was hiring him. That's the company. Right. Right. Okay. Well, let's. what I keep getting is... Let's ask some questions about you make the decision and then he can follow you. But this is um, about you. Yeah. You're based so much of what your life changes, big life changes are based on this 19-year-old kid. I know. So I'm getting, you know, let's focus on you and then he's going to have more of an incentive to be where you are, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah. So, so instead of focusing so much on him, let's focus on you. Okay. All right. And, you know, let's face it. If you're up there and he wants to come up there, he can find a job. Right. Maybe not yeah. necessarily doing what he originally was thinking about doing, but eventually he's when he's there, it's going to be easier for him to interview for right. jobs. I think I'm getting hung up on, like, the how it's going to happen because I right. thought I knew how and now he, right. you know, yeah. I don't. Well, the how makes us feel safer when we're doing yeah. big changes, but yeah. it also limits us to what we can do. If we just focus on, it, it, for some reason, you're being led to Boston is what it looks like to me. If you yeah. focus on, I'm going to live in Boston, I'm going to have a great job, and I'm going to love it, and then let the universe and let God and let all your you know, deceased loved ones and your spirit guides and all those guys do the work. When we focus on how we're going to make it happen, we give up all these other great opportunities of things to unfold in an even better way than what we can even envision. Yeah. Make sense? It does make sense. So I guess, I mean, as far as my job goes here, I mean, is it, I guess, is it in my best interest to just leave the job, you know, continue the path that I started, you know, with the, um, I gave my notice and I'm supposed to be done December 16th and. Okay. 
I mean, should I just move forward with that? or? <laughs> How about, is it in Chrissy's best interest to continue to work for her current employer in Michigan? What do you get? I get a no. Okay. I got a no, too. Okay. Um, can you financially afford to not have a job and move to Boston? If I sell my house, um, okay. I'll be getting Does money it from sense my for you house. To- does it make sense for you to keep that job until you sell your house? I, uh, I mean, I guess it, if I can sell it quickly, like I think that I can, um, then, you know, it would be fine. I don't even, I don't think it would be an issue to quit my job, to be honest. Okay. So what's quickly? I mean, I think that because there's people that I know who like investors and stuff who I think could um, would buy it. Okay. And I haven't called anybody just because I did still have a little bit of doubt. You know, I wanted to make sure it was a sure thing before I sold my house. Sure. And, um, but I think I could sell it quickly. Okay. Plus, I'm I'm and I mean, I think that I can. I know it's worth more than I owe, so I have room to to negotiate, so I don't have to get top dollar for it or anything. Okay. All right. So, final question of at least this round: what What information do you need to know in order to move forward, or or go back and get your old job, or at least it's going to give you some information to to help you make a decision about you, not about Ethan. About right. You. I know. <laughs> um, oh gosh. I just don't feel like I know what I'm doing, what I'm going to do with my life. Like what I want to even do career wise or I just feel kind of lost right now. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. <laughs> If you could do anything and money wasn't an issue, what would that be? Um, well, that would be work for myself. I okay, mean, doing I doing what? <laughs> lots of different things. I'm kind of, um, I just, I, I sell things online. I, I, I have a, just trying to direct sales company. I, uh, I, I mean, I really like figuring out ways to make money. I mean, it's kind of a hobby. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess a little bit of an entrepreneurial mm-hmm. spirit. How would mm-hmm. I say that? Mm-hmm. Um, so something along the path of like maybe teaching. I used to always think that I wanted to be a teacher, you know, when I was a kid and I grew up and wanted to be a teacher and I had a daycare for years and then I kind of realized as I've been doing more online stuff that I really like teaching other adults how to make money, you know. Okay. So. Okay. Well, if you follow your, you know, that that term, I think it was Joseph Campbell said it, if you follow your bliss, if you follow whatever you're interested in, things will open up. Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to be in control as far as this is how I'm going to do it and this is when I'm going to do it and this is how much is, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
I've started nine companies from scratch. Let me tell you, business plans are never followed, whether it's a little company or a big company, ever. Yeah. Because it never goes the way it's the way we envision it when we're writing the yeah. business plan. And then so, I'm always having a new idea too, and I think that's a big issue of mine. Is I keep coming up with new ideas and they never work out. So. <sighs> Well, the other thing about being an entrepreneur, I can tell you the key is tenacity. You got to stick with it. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. Because mm-hmm. if you don't stick with it, you it, you know, you got to give it time. Yeah. Bold. So, yeah. Um, Boston's so weird too because I've never even been there. I mean, I never even would have thought of it if my son wouldn't have been offered that job out there. So that's Can you go cool. check it out? Go spend a weekend there or something? Um, <laughs> if I sell my house right now, I don't have the okay. funds right. to do it, but that might, okay. I mean, definitely on my list of things to do now. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck. Keep us, keep us posted and yeah. uh, it's fun to hear what happens. you got an yeah. adventure ahead of you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, have a wonderful Thanksgiving and thanks for calling in. Thank you. You too. You bet. Take care. Bye, Chrissy. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft, and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing They've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them, and so will you. And I believe we have Nancy next. Hi, Nancy. Are you with us? Yeah. Hi. I'm Hi here, Julie. How are you? I'm good. I was listening to um, what you had to say, and I'm thinking, what should I ask? I have so many questions. So um, I guess the most important one at this point is about my brother. Okay. Um, I had First a of all, brother. where are you calling us from? Oh, I, I'm calling from New York City. Oh, terrific! Yeah, what a fun place! You, all the Christmas stuff's probably getting put up in Rockefeller it's Center. Starting, yeah. Uh huh. Oh yeah, New York. I love Center. when they do that. It's just so oh, yeah. beautiful. Absolutely. Probably one of the prettiest places in the country. I think. Yeah, I can't so. wait to see Macy's. I'm like ten blocks away from Macy's. I know their windows. <laughs> for people who haven't been there at Christmas time are always really, they have some kind of theme mm-hmm. that they do every year. So that'll be fun to see what it is this year. Okay, what's going on with your brother? Well, I had a twin brother. He passed away, oh gosh, a long time, maybe 20 years ago or so. But huh? uh, for some reason, uh, about a week ago, he just popped into my head. And and the reason I guess was because I'm, I guess I'm worried about him, or um, I want to know if he needs my help, or if this, you know, if he's okay. I guess. Yeah. What's his name, Nancy? His name is Barney. 
Bernard Marino. Okay. Well, let me <laughs> let me get. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you. Okay. So the, my laser beam is going to come from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to come up and hook in with you in New York. It take just a second to do it, and then I'm going to connect to Barney from you. All right. And then we'll just we'll just find out what he has to say. Okay, that'd be great. Okay, all right. So, laser beams going to New York. Got you. Okay, Barney. Okay, he's telling me when he popped into your head, what did it feel like, Nancy? Because he's telling me it was a visit. It wasn't. Well, yeah, it kind of. I, I felt that it was a visit um, because I hadn't experienced that in a. I can't remember, but he came in and. Um, I didn't get the message. I just knew that he was there. So I want to know if, he, if I can assist him or what he'd like to say to me. Well, he doesn't need any assistance because he's in heaven. He's in nirvana. I mean, where oh, he is. thank God. It doesn't get any better <laughs> where oh, he is. It's okay. like, he's, I'm so glad. He's at the mountaintop of mountaintops. All right. So let's see what he has to say for you. Now, visits, and it sounds like you already know this, visits are very real feeling. The colors are vivid. The sounds are vivid. Sometimes you'll get a feeling of sometimes the hair on your arms or the back of your neck will stand up. You know, some people mm-hmm. get a kinesthetic feeling, and those are visits. But he's telling me he visited you. He's telling me he's around you all the time. Really? He really wants to get your attention. There's some kind of anniversary. What, who's, what anniversary is coming up? Anniversary of something. Uh, oh, well, that's hard to say. He passed away December 20, around 23rd. I don't know if he's referring to that, or we have a birthday coming up in a couple of days. Okay. So. So, did somebody else pass away between Thanksgiving and Christmas? Um, that's important to you? To me, uh, November and Christmas. I can't think of anyone. Okay. I mean, we lost so many people. It's hard to keep track, but... Yeah, he's telling me the anniversary of somebody dear to you, and it's not his anniversary of his passing. It's somebody else who was dear to you. Um, all right, so why? Why do you, why do you want her to remember this? He's telling me he wants you to get prepared for it. Why? Oh, an anniversary of, gosh. Is there an anniversary, maybe not not of a death? Is there like a wedding anniversary coming up or? I'm a uh, blank. I can't or, think right now. Or a graduation anniversary or something that's that would take some preparation? <laughs> um, no, the only thing I'm getting ready for is Thanksgiving. Yeah. It'll probably come to me after I'm off the phone. It's you know, probably going to come to you. Yeah, so just shoot me an email, and we can get more information. But let me see. My Let's email is Juliet Ask, what? Juliet Ask Julieryan.com. Yes, I, I, I got you. Um, the, all right, Barney, what's the anniversary? Why are you being so cryptic? He's laughing. It's like he's messing with you. Did he Barney. used to do that? He was alive? Well, when he was alive, he was sort of like a tortured soul, you know, he, okay. you know, like, so, no, he didn't really have much of a sense of humor, I can't say. Right. So then when he well, popped it to me, um, you know, 
a week or so ago. That's why I was concerned if you needed some help. When I say messing with you, sense of humor is one thing. Something else is he knows something that you know, but he's not telling you what it is because it's more uh, of a, it was more thing. Was his personality kind of like that when he was alive? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Okay. <laughs> Not that that's his personality now in spirit right. form, because spirits don't have a personality, but oftentimes when spirits are communicating to their loved ones who are still... So he's teasing me. He's basically going, you know, it's basically a control thing. Okay. But he's just saying he, he wants you to know there's an anniversary coming up, and he wants you to prepare for it. But he's not telling me what the anniversary is at this moment, because it's like he's messing with you on it uh, okay. and he's got a, he does have a smirk on his face so yeah. he's appearing to me so it, pay attention um something's going to happen something's going to come to you something's coming up and you're going to have to you know he wants you to be cognizant of it and be aware of it and but he doesn't want you to know pay what attention. it is pay attention. Coming up. Um, so do you you know could he be meaning that he's going to visit me again and if he does, you know, like, should I talk to him? I'm not quite sure. Oh, how to absolutely. That. You can talk to him anytime. You've heard yeah. me say to the other callers, you ask him a question in your head, and it's the first thing that pops into your head is him responding. That's so he's easy around to you all do. The time. But then when you feel the presence, that's another issue sometimes. Yeah, but that's cool. You know, that just, that just means. So don't be afraid. No, there's nothing to be afraid of. But oh, that just okay. means that you're tuning in with your intuitive psychic abilities which we all have nancy we're all mm-hmm. born with it and as mm-hmm. we age we start shutting them down because we're raised in a scientific world where we right. want to see proof of things right. so um yeah no you're the more you do it the more you'll trust it and the more the better you'll get the more information will come in and it's second nature there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of okay thanks for the research because that helps Scary spirits are a creation of cultures and religions to control the masses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't exist. And they also are, um, you know, are Hollywood and and entertainment-based books. Edgar Allan Poe, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, great author. used to scare the daylights out of people that read his stuff. Right. And it just creates the, you know, the emotion. So um, if you think of it, email me. Let me know what you come up with. Could I ask you one more question? Well, I've got three other callers. So can I put you on hold, Nancy, and I will come back to you if I have time. I've only got about 10 minutes left. Uh, Okay, go go ahead. Uh, You know what? I'll I'll, I'll email you a question for your next show. That would be wonderful. Or call back in. I'd like that even better. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you so much. Email me a question for the Thanksgiving show and then call back in the week after. Okay, we'll do. Okay. Thanks again. Enjoy your holiday. Take care. You Bye-bye. Too. All right. We got Miss Melda. How are you, girl? Well, I'm just doing great. Thank you. Good. You getting ready to cook some turkey? Well, I'm going to go over to my son's house, and he's going to cook the turkey. So I'm Well, awesome. good. Yeah, great. Terrific. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from around Danville, California. Okay. That's East Bay, everybody, near San Francisco. Right. Okay. What's going on? What can I help you with? Well, um, my daughter, Christine, was um, is going through 
some issues and she wants to know whether she should move from her current location and move in with somebody or whether she should move back to Danville. Um, I know she has two kids ready to go to college and she doesn't know where they're going to go, if they're going Mm -hmm. to be leaving. So she just has a lot of questions as to where her life is going to turn. Okay. So you know how to do this. Is it in Christine's best interest to move to Danville? What do you get? No. I get a no, too. Is it in, does she need to sell a house? No. Okay. So what's another question we can ask? Can you, is it in her best interest to um, stay in the place where she is? So I asked, I heard the question, is it in Christine's best interest to stay in her current home? Right. And what'd you get, what do you get on no. that? I get a no, too. <laughs> So we're we're two for two. That's good. Is it in her best interest to move in with someone else? I get a no on that. Huh. So where should she go? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think she needs to figure out what her options are and then teach her how to do this. And you guys do it together. Yeah. And refine it down. Because as you know, spirits are really literal. Yeah. And you're going to be able to get information. And, and you can ask questions that are other than yes and no questions. Those are just easy, but that's a yeah. start. The yes yeah. and no questions, I think, give you a, they're kind of like a, a rocket booster, rocket launcher, and then, mm-hmm. and then you can get more specific on what's going on. Why does she feel she needs to move? Because she needs a smaller place because her kids are going away? Um. Well, her lease is up, and she has an offer to move in with somebody, and she just... I see. Okay, so so let's ask those questions. Is it in Christine's best interest to renew her lease? What do you get? I get a yes. You get a yes. Wow. You? Is it in Christine's best interest to renew her current lease? I get a no. Is it in Christine's best interest to move in with, is there a person's name that you want to? Yes, Bobby. Okay. Is it in Christine's best interest to move in with Bobby? What do you get on that? I don't know. (laughs) I got a yes. But here's a great example, Melda. We asked, is it in Christine's best interest to move in with someone is very general. Is it in Christine's best interest to move in with Bobby? I got a yes. That's very specific. Mm -hmm. See the difference? Yeah. So mm-hmm. when we hear a no for moving in with someone, you know, our human brain and our limited perspective hears, well, she's not supposed to live with anybody. But then when we right. refine it down and we ask more specific questions, we get that. So um, is it in Christine's daughter's best interest to go to a California school? I got a yes before the question was even out. Okay. Okay. She went to Colorado last year and we're trying to convince her to go to California. Well, it's going to be cheaper. We know that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, let me try and get to these couple of other callers here real quickly. Thank you so much for calling. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving and, uh, and, and hope to talk to you soon. Okay.
Okay, take care. Bye, Melda. Okay, we've got another caller here with a 406 area code. Who's that? This is Julie. Who's this? Can you hear me? Can you get your phone off mute? 406? If your phone's on mute. Okay, well, let's go to... uh, I've got a 334 caller. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, this is Mike. How are you doing? Hi, Mike. Great. How are you doing? I'm great. I was calling about. Uh, I was calling about asking a question. Uh, uh, can you do a health scan on me? Absolutely. Three three four is Montgomery, Alabama. Is that where you are? Well, it's not really in Montgomery. I'm in Rono. It's like about twenty miles from where now. So we just make those. <laughs> you, it's twenty miles from where, Mike? From Montgomery. Okay. All right. Yeah. I knew I knew that three three four air code, but with cell phones, you know, and you keep your same number. Gosh, it can be anywhere. Yeah. So okay, yeah. <laughs> let me get you on my radar. My laser beam's going behind me because I'm north of you, straight north. So that's so funny that it goes, you know, behind me, like through my chair, <laughs> straight south from where I'm sitting. Okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, I got you on my radar, Mike, and. Have you been a smoker in your life? Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm seeing like lots of smoke in your energy field. So let me blow that out here real fast and we'll see what's going on. It's like this cloud of smoke that surrounds your energy field. The energy field, Mike, and the spirit and the soul, as I perceive all three, are all the same thing. Okay, so it's the part of us that's ever that's eternal. But when I scan somebody, that's what I'm kicking into. That's what I'm clicking into. And so that's what I'm watching. All right. So I'm getting that smoke removed. Let me see. All right. Your lungs, your lungs are kind of a mess. You probably know that Um, they are very black. Are you still smoking now? I haven't smoked in 16 years. 16 years. Okay. They're still pretty black, which means that they've got a bunch of stuff still in them. Let me see if I can get that stuff out of there. It, it's very dark. It almost looks like tar that you'd see on a road when they're paving a street. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me get that out. And it's kind of sticky. Is there anything? We've only got a couple minutes left, Mike. Is there anything in particular you want me to check? Oh, my blood pressure, because I have a little high blood pressure stuff like that. High blood pressure. Okay. Okay. Blood pressure is high. What I'm getting is stay off of refined foods, and your blood pressure is going to come down. Or you're not on blood pressure medicine at the moment, right? No. Okay. That's what I was getting. So... Before you go on blood pressure medicine, I think you can you can really help this with your diet. You know, tough time of year to be talking about diet, so have a big time on Thanksgiving. But the rest of the time, eat stuff that's either grown, Mike, or okay. um, caught like a fish, or okay. flies, or walks. Okay, so beef, 
you know, pork, all that kind of stuff. Try and stay away from the fried stuff. But you okay. want to think a really easy way to do this is think of things with only one ingredient, like it's beef or it's lamb or it's whatever. You know, when you eat something that's processed, it's got 50 million ingredients, most of which we can't pronounce. Right? Okay. So um, please, please call in in two weeks because I am out of time this evening. Okay. But Please call back or send and or send me a question online for Thanksgiving, and I will, um, you know, I'll get that answered. But please call back in week after next, so that'll be the first week in December on Thursday night, and and I'll be delighted to scan you further and we can continue the conversation. Or scan or go on AskJulieRyan.com and schedule an individual appointment, and then we'll have an hour to talk about it, just about you. Okay. okay. In the short run. One ingredient things, except you know Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving weekend. Okay. But, um, but One ingredient. Do that. Okay. Then, okay. Thanks, Mike. Take Thank care. You. you bet. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Everybody else, this went really fast tonight. It was great. We had all these callers, and I want to wish everybody a wonderful Thanksgiving here in America. Those of you that are abroad. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too. I'm grateful for all of you. I'm grateful that you call. I'm grateful that you send me questions. It's such a privilege and an honor to work with all of you. And thank you to those who listen. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. And send me your questions online. I'm going to answer them next week. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.